What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Dre Nicole. New Orleans, we coming your way November 4th. House of Blues. We outside. Baby, I love me some Nola, baby. Yeah, but doors open at 7, show starts at 8, and we got currency. Are you serious? I'm a nigga with the Chevy on ground. Hey, I'm, I'm taking y'all, one of these house homes. Y'all are not gonna want to miss this. Y'all know we love to have special guests, and we got currency coming yep. in the building. It's gonna be so lit. House of Blues, New Orleans, November 4th. Y'all get your tickets at poorminds.com. Doors open at 7. Show starts at 8. And currency gonna be in the building. Be on time. Y'all don't wanna miss this. House of Blues. November 4th, New Orleans, currency. We'll Baby. see y'all soon. Yeah. Good evening. It is your boy, Malfoy. Draco Malfoy. And it is your boy, Harry Potter. Oh, boy! There you go with your... <laughs> you are tuned in to the uh, Halloween episode uh, of Poor Minds. Where a drunk mind speaks sober thoughts. So, I hope you all have your Halloween costumes on. I don't know how y'all are feeling this Halloween season, but this is the episode... About scary things. Have you ever been frightened, poor? Mm, I don't. Poor, have you ever been frightened? Don't say you don't know. I don't know. Because I be feeling like the man when I walk through. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. Okay, poor. Why are you laughing? <laughs> What's funny? So, <clears throat> we're going to start this episode off with a, a nice warm shot. Get your shot. Say please. Paul, please grab your shorts. Do you told them to cut your hair like this? This is my real hair. <laughs> Why? Sit around and dang. <laughs> Come on. We are not friends. Never have been, never will be. We're enemies this whole episode. <laughs> Bro, I'm on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Don't piss me off. Take your shot. We got to start the show. Now. This is really cute. This is. I gave a school. So. I mean, boy. <laughs> Hermione, bitch. Oh, my bad. Hermione. Dog, this is the most ghetto Hogwarts y'all have ever been to. So y'all know it's your girl X B P for Harry Potter. Bo- uh, <laughs> You're not even. That's I'm Harry Potter. Bo- that's me. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, y'all. So obviously this is a Halloween episode. We finna turn she up. ain't and- really slithering for real. Slap. You ain't. Yes, I am. No, Slap, nigga. Anyway. Okay, cheers. 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 Mm. What shot are you taking? You took the other one already? Oh, you about to be fucked up. Oh. 
was vicious niggerous. Damn, I thought you was gonna turn to a white lady. Okay, so what's up, y'all? It's your girl Lex P. And it's your girl's Ray Nicole. And you are tuned in to another episode of Poor Minds. Period. Okay. I already so, said my intro. I know, period. So I just want to say, you look really cute. Thank you. So do you. You beefed up for real? Why do you got them slides on? <laughs> it's cold in England. You have always been a hater. I have on my boots. Malfoy puts that shit on and you mad about it. Y'all he, see Louis Vuitton talk down. He needs some boots. You mad? Because why do he got them toes out? Because a real wizard never gets cold. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Did that not sound like a villain laugh? It did. Thank you. Dumbledore. Hello. Please. Come come say hi to the people. Come on, Dumbledore. You got to give up. Come on, just walk around for him, Dumbledore. Y'all give it up for the one and the only Dumbledore. Thank you for blessing us with your presence. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Poor. What is your... I am, I am not your friend. We're not, but we have to talk. Why? With his poor minds. Oh, uh. <laughs> No, thank you. <laughs> what is your What is your favorite scary movie? What is your favorite scary Home movie? Home Alone. Uh, 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 that's a Christmas. It's scary. <laughs> that's it's a real scary for you hoes. <laughs> okay, Home Alone. Why is Home Alone your favorite? Because imagine being nine <laughs> years old and being left at Home Alone. He wasn't scared though. He was. That's why he was doing all that extra shit that he was doing. Mm-hmm. You don't think he thought that them people was really about to take him? No. It was about to be taken. That was the real taking part one. He didn't get taken, though. He almost did, though. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. I don't think that, that was... That was a very... He scary. was not scared. It was a scare. He I, set up I, traps. You didn't say whether he was scared. You said what is my scary okay. movie. I was scared. Fair enough. Fair enough. I was scared. I was scared. That was a very scary movie for me. Okay. Being nine years old, left at home by yourself while all your family in Wisconsin. They was in Wisconsin? In the cheese state. Mm. Okay, that's fair enough. They over there eating Swiss cheese and I'm here in New York alone with pigeons. About to get robbed by two old ass niggas. <laughs> who okay. broke as fuck. So they would do anything Wait. for some money. Wait. They was so, do any, they was about that life. They was gonna do anything for them. No, money. you're right. That is something that's terrifying. A broke nigga is so. Remember terrifying. that pigeon lady? Yeah, that is. You know, you what? Hey, give her things. Come on, Potter. I'll give it up for you. I know that was a scary movie. My most scary movie is any Tyler Perry film. I'm a Tyler Perry fan, but I'm horrified. Oh! Did y'all ever see a fall from grace on Netflix? That nigga was like ashtray, bitch. Yo! He should have that. That scared me. That's a spell, ashtray, bitch. Hey, that no, I'm serious. She said, 
<laughs> and she gave him the ashtray. Every movie Tyler Perry makes is honestly a horror movie. This is no shade to Tyler Perry. He Why did I get married? One and two. Made me not want to get married. He said, she said she put that lingerie. What, what was the scene when she put the lingerie? Sheila. Sheila had, he made Sheila take a truck to the mountains. He kicked her off the plane. The horror. But that's her fault. Because I wouldn't have got off the plane. But I'm just saying. she And he was fucking her best friend. Horror movie. Horror movie. No. Why did I get married to, I mean, one and two. Yeah. Was very much horror movies. So what you think is scary? And then what was the other one? The, with the girls. For colored girls. Daddy's girls? For colored girls. That was a horror movie. Remember when he dropped so the So you kids? the one that doing the oh, bending. Oh, oh, so you doing the bending. Straight horror. Straight horror. I mean, I feel like that's crazy. I think Home Alone was a little scarier, though. I do. Okay. That's fair enough. That's like, fair enough. I just couldn't imagine being that age, left at Home Alone, and two broke niggas trying to rob me. I ain't even the one who got the money. It's my parents. Yeah. And they ain't here. You trying to rob me? That's true. That's Remember true. he was watching that movie and he had to act like it was niggas in there shooting? He had to act like he had some shooters in the <gasps> yes. house. Yes. He had to act like he was wetting up the plug. But he was not. I don't know. I do feel like why did I get married is very much scary behavior. Daddy's little girls is scary too. Why? Because remember, it's like she I was, was dating. That's, they was fighting Rick, in that song. Rick, Rick, no, Rick, no, no, no. They Rick, was Rick, fighting Rick. while I was born by the river was playing. I know. And I was born by the river. I was shaking it is. Okay. So. <laughs> this is how they do in the movie scenes. <laughs> Why is it lighting up when I put it right there too? Okay, for real. Okay, okay. Come we got to get into it. Okay. So obviously, nobody's taking us serious. I think I'm taking this very seriously. I've actually for the Okay, this is a poor mind second. I've only done this one time on poor minds ever. This is the second time I've worn my real hair on the show. So I'm just so glad that y'all can see me for who I really am. Like, I just feel like people always be like, oh, they got those helmet girls. They always got on wigs and weave. So for the first time, for the second time in Poor Minds History, I'm wearing my real hair. And I'm just being true to myself. I'm slithering down, slime, slat. Like, this is who I really, truly am. And for the really first time in Poor Minds History, I can be myself. This is the most comfortable I've ever felt on this couch. I've been going to Hogwarts. This is not the regular Hogwarts. This is Hogwarts and Third Ward. So I feel comfortable as fuck right now. I'm feeling good. So let's get into this first topic. You ready? Okay. I was hoping you disappeared. <laughs> Why would you say that? Why would you say that? Okay. So for the first topic today, we're going to talk about, we always talk it's about- not working. <laughs> We always talk about what we do to scare, I mean, what men do to scare us. Because it's always, men always scare us. But today, for Halloween edition, we're going to talk about what women do that scare men. On a first date. Because a lot of times, let's be real, you hoes be scaring the niggas. Niggas can be scared as much as women have been and can be. So, Drea... Why is it not working? It is working. You're not disappearing. 
So what do women do that scare the niggas? Everything. Like what? What do women do that scare niggas? Yeah. I feel like women be trying to force niggas to be serious or mm. be in like a real relationship and they not ready to be in a real relationship. Mm. Or trying to force them into commitment. Mm. Just because you like a nigga don't mean he want to be with you. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good one. Read I, the room. Read the fucking room. I think on a first date, talking about marriage and kids, that's going to scare the niggas. Now... It's okay to talk about, you know, what you're looking for, but it's, it's not about what you say, it's how you say it. On a first date, I'm going to say I'm looking for a relationship or something serious. But to say, oh, I want to be married and have kids. Like, you got to just, sometimes people need to be eased in a little bit. Ease them on in. Just let them know you're looking for something with You got to get to know somebody. Yeah. On the first date, you can expect them to just, be ready to jump into that. I think that men are way more strategic mm. with who they want to marry Smart and who man. they want to be with. No, I think men in general. I don't. Because a lot of niggas just dumb and they just out here winging that shit, bitch. Niggas not when it comes to marriage and not when it comes These to... These niggas not as smart as you give them I'm credit I'm talking for. about marriage. We're not talking about baby mamas. We're not talking about putting a baby in somebody. Exactly. Half if the a time, nigga, a smart nigga's not going to put a baby in anybody, though. I think that life happens. Mm. It ain't happen. I think women. I think women be getting pregnant by niggas who they don't necessarily plan on getting pregnant by. I think life happens sometimes. Why hasn't life happened for us then? Life has happened for you, but you sent them to the upper room. Poor, poor, (laughs) a poor. Points were made poor, but shut your fucking. <laughs> I'm just saying, shit be happy. I mean, it happened to me too. Amen. <gasps> At least they got some siblings. Yeah. But what I'm Cousin. saying is, but guess what? Because we made the right decision for us at the time. But the point that I'm making is that life happens. Sometimes you get somebody pregnant. Sometimes, and some people choose to not get rid of their child. They be like, fuck it. If we here, this where we at, this what I'm gonna do. I'm mm-hmm. gonna go ahead and have my baby. And I don't think nothing is wrong with that. But I think at the end of the day that, you know, life happens mm-hmm. and people have to make the decisions that are best for them. Okay. Okay. So... So, back back to the topic at hand. I mean, this is a topic. Yeah, the things that scare niggas. Yeah, I think that that is something that scare niggas. It's like women be trying to take shit too serious, starting too off. Soon. And I think that's definitely a woman thing. Because one thing I will say is, if a girl get pregnant and she be like, I don't want to have a baby, it's very rare that niggas be like, nah, I want you to have a baby. It happens, though. It do, but most of the time it be like, I mean, you know, oh. whatever you want. <laughs> they be like, thank you, thank you. Okay, I'll say this. Another thing that scares the niggas, I'm not going to lie, I've never done this because I feel like even when I didn't have no money, I just, I, I go out to have a good time. <clears throat> when you women sometimes go on dates and y'all do things that you ain't never did before. And when I say that, it's like, you go on a date and you're ordering things. Like, you don't usually get that tomahawk, bitch. Why all of a sudden you want to try a tomahawk now? Ordering a tomahawk on the first date is crazy. But, no, it's not crazy. If you, you usually, to, if you usually eat a tomahawk, order that tomahawk, If though. you... You shouldn't be usually eating a tomahawk as a woman. I agree. No, as a person. That's like a three-day meal. As a person, you shouldn't eat a tomahawk. Period. A vet. 
But, uh, but no, no eating eat a, eat a steak is fine. But a tomahawk, you be ordering a tomahawk. Ooh, yeah, she know what her order. See, because that's she ordered that's all the time. That's cool. A tomahawk. But is what all I'm saying is stop thing. going on dates and ordering things that you ain't never you ain't never did before. Like you know what I'm saying? Because you feel like oh, now I I do think a man should upgrade your life now. But how is a man gonna know you never did that before? Because I just feel like sometimes you be doing the most. Like don't be going to a table. Like I'm not gonna lie. When I go out to eat, I expect like a bottle of wine to be ordered. I do because that's what I usually do when I go out to mm. eat. I don't care if I'm with you. Most of the time, we order a bottle of wine because we know we're gonna drink enough glasses that it makes more sense to order a bottle of wine. When I go out with Kiki. Kill him. We always order bottles of wine. So when I go on a date, yes, I do expect a man to order me a bottle. Mm -hmm. But if I'm the type of girl who I usually get one drink and I'm done, why is your expectations that he should or order a bottle? Now, I will say, I do believe a man should upgrade you and show you different things. But let him do that. Let him be like, you know what? I want to introduce you to the finer things. Let me show you something different. Stop trying to force this <laughs> lifestyle. I'm sorry. I cannot take Craig seriously. Dumbledore. So His name is Dumbledore. <laughs> Stop trying to force a certain type of lifestyle on guys that you are dating because they may, may not be able to afford that. Right. So I believe that. It's different. Like, if you're going out with somebody who you know, they make a certain amount of money, X, Y, Z, whatever, who cares? But y'all be feeling like somebody that you're dating that maybe they don't, you know, sometimes these people, they have regular jobs, regular this and X, Y, Z. Stop doing it. Stop trying to be like, oh, I'm finna break his wallet tonight. I'm trying to see if he gonna. Stop doing it. You scaring the hoes. You being too much. You doing too much. Stop it. So I feel like, yeah, when you go on a date and you trying to do too much because you trying to make a nigga prove you're doing too much. That's that's gonna scare the hoes. That's gonna scare the hoes for sure. I agree, Malfoy. I agree with you. I think that that's really to me though one of the main things that I feel like women do that can scare the hoes though, mm. or scare the niggas is just expecting too much in the beginning. I really feel like that's really the only recipe to disaster. What expecting too much in the beginning? Mm. That's it. And you could take that however you want to take it. I feel like it can come with different levels, different variables. Like, it's a lot of different things you could put into that category. But I just think, in general, expecting too much from a man when you just met him can scare him away. All right. I mean, no. Have you ever scared a nigga away? Um, I don't think I've ever scared a nigga so away. what's in these green shots? Oh, it's just that by itself? Yeah, it's just a little... That's why you drunk. You took two of these. Porter. Porter. Expelliarmonophis. I'm not drunk. That's why you got sandals on and it's 30 degrees outside. Porter. <laughs> Porter. Fucking Porter. She can't feel it Help me. <laughs> Take your short pull. Oh my God. Ooh. Exactly. Not on the couch. <laughs> you is a Jamaican Harry Potter. <laughs> Bomba clot. Because why do you sound like that? You are Jamaican. How do I sound? Like a Jamaican Harry Potter. See? And that's how Tell I Tell me how I sound. You drunk because I didn't even take my second one. Now, before we really start this episode, Ty, what are we drinking? 
So this one we are going to call the Goblet of Fire. Oh, I'm sorry. I introduced you wrong. Let me start again. Hermione. Uh, Hermione. What we drinking? This one we're going to call the Goblet of Fire. Mm. All right. So we have some tequila or vodka, a little bit of lime juice, smidgen of agave, and some lychee syrup. And then we have it floated with some red wine. Where is your English accent? Oh, <laughs> forgive me. <laughs> yes! I don't have one yet. No! Is that better? It is better. Right. So this is the goblet of fire. Yes. And then with the garnish, we've Ooh. taken some lychee. Yeah. And we added some blueberries in the middle. So it looks like eyeballs. Yes! in the blood Ooh, of the in goblet. The blood. That was a good accent. That was a good accent. Hermione, yeah. you ate that one look. You ate it up. Cheers. Cheers. Clap, clap, clap. As, as usual, uh, LS Cream Liqueur. Toy did her big one. LS Cream Liqueur. Y'all make sure y'all get y'all LS. Y'all know we've had to take a shot of LS between while we work, all this good stuff. It's holiday LS season. LS Cream. Yes, and y'all know they got a contest going on right now. So if you make a creative, make a creative Halloween drink. I want to see what y'all do. You can win $5,000. Okay? Go in. Go <laughs> I feel like you can make a pumpkin spice drink. Pumpkin spice? Yes. Spice? Is that, did I say it right? Spice? Boy, you sound like a fucking spice. Jamaican bitch. Spice. At least I found, at least Bumble I sound, Club. at least I sound like something. So y'all go to lscreamliqueur.com and get your shit. Get your shit. Okay. $5,000. Let me get back into my American bag. Five, five thousand. Five, five of them wrecks. 5K. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, XP. And it's your girl, Dre and Nicole. And y'all know we love to drink on this show, but the worst thing about drinking is the rough next day. Yes, and that's why I love me a good probiotic. That's why I love Z-Biotics. Yes. So people think that when you drink and you get sick the next day is because... You know, you dehydrated and this X, Y, Z. Let me tell you, it's because alcohol creates a byproduct in your gut that makes you feel that way. So what Z-Biotic does is it puts an enzyme in your body that makes you feel refreshed the next morning. Yes, I love Z-Biotic because it's like before you start drinking. It's mm -hmm. a pre-alcohol drink. So before you start drinking, you need to drink that so that you won't have that icky feeling the next well, day. Yes, we don't like that, I'm telling you. Because you know one thing about us, we're going to get up and go work out. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what you're going to do is you're going to go to zbiotics.com backslash poor minds to get 15% off of your first order when you use the code poor minds. I'm telling y'all. We like to have our drink. You know, it's all about balance in life, but you also have to take care of your gut and be healthy. So remember, head to zbiotics.com slash poorminds. Use the code poorminds and check out to get 15% off. I'm telling you, when you wake up the next morning after a long night, you're going to be like, thank you, Lex Andrea. Period. And thank you to Zbiotics for sponsoring this episode. Oh, girl, LS cream is so good.
good. It is. It's so good. You know, vanilla, coconut, cinnamon, and nutmeg. Mm, it's the perfect blend. I love it. I wish there was a way we could get more people to drink it. Mm, I know. What about a contest? Ooh, that's a great idea. Let's call it the LS Cream Challenge. Okay, guys, let's recap this. This is how it's going to go down. First, you take a picture of your original LS Cream cocktail <laughs> recipe, whatever it is, and make sure the LS Cream bottle is visible in the picture. Then you post it on your Instagram and tag at LS Cream Liqueur and at Poor Minds in the caption with the LS Cream hashtag, hashtag LS Cream 5K Challenge. Also, make sure to tag three of your friends to invite them to the challenge. The team will choose eight of the most original pictures, so remember to be creative. Then, we're gonna post the eight pictures on our Instagram story so you can vote which ones are gonna be going to the next round. Then we'll do the same thing for the final four until we get to the top two. And the winner will get $5,000, and the winner is gonna get $5,000. Listen, y'all, to enter the competition, you need to go to creamls.com slash challenge to register for age verification. We need to make sure that you are 21. This is also where you'll find the official rules to read. We can't wait to see what you guys have in store for us. Make us proud. Cheers, y'all. Cheers. I think my thing is dying. No, it's not. Okay. Okay, so let me ask you a question. <laughs> Did you go trick-or-treating when you were little? Yes. How do you feel about trick-or-treating now? If I think, I, I think it's dangerous. I think it's, it's always... So well, I feel like it's always been dangerous, though, because I feel like you always had, like, evil people that was, like, you know, like, trying to put little shit in the mm -hmm. candy and just being evil to kids. But I think now it's even more, more dangerous. More dangerous. So I feel like this... I don't think I'm going to... I don't know once I have kids. But honestly, I feel like, bitch, once I have kids, it's going to be 2073. They probably ain't even going to be doing trick-or-treat no more. They, I think they do trick-or-treat, like, virtually now, like, on TikTok. They got something on TikTok that they probably doing. They don't but have virtual no. baskets. So, listen. So, y'all know I'm a big documentary girl. Yeah. So, y'all have to realize, like, during the 70s and the 80s, that was, like, the kidnapping time. Mm -hmm. Because people who are weirdos, they figured out that police really... They didn't have the technology that they do now. So when people would go missing, they really just went missing. Unless somebody snitched, that was the only way you were really finding somebody. There wasn't no running a fingerprint through the, like the things that we have now to find people, the technology that we have. So it was like during the 70s and 80s, y'all have to really Google this. So many kids went missing. So many. It's actually fucking crazy, right? So during, like, there was a whole, like, fight back campaign. Like, I can't remember the name of it. Did you go trick-or-treating? I did, but that's what I'm about to get into. So there was a whole era of, like, um, y'all remember how, like, D.A.R.E. was for drugs? And that's, like, we were supposed to be scared of drugs because of D.A.R.E. They had a whole program where it was, like, oh, uh, it was the Amber Alert. The Amber Alert system came about. And it was just, like, you couldn't steal a kid. It was, like, oh, my God, I'm going to get caught. So during our era, we got to leave the house, go trick-or-treating and do that and things like that. But I feel like now people get so creative with the weird shit that they do. I'm not going to lie. Like, my nephews, they've never gone door-to-door trick-or-treating by themselves. Like, my mom used to literally open the door, bye, y'all. I'll see y'all in an hour or two. I would never. Like, my nephew, when he's with me, you're not leaving my fucking sight. But it's just so crazy because that experience that I had, though... 
is unmatched. Like I used to be running around my fucking neighborhood, trick or treating door like door to door, and it was such a time. No, I did that too. And then I also like I went to to private school, so we used to always have like a little festival mm-hmm. every year at school, where like they would have like the little blow up. Um, what is it, the blow up little things where you could jump, like the jump toys oh, yeah, yeah, and stuff. Oh, yeah, 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 And we would be able to trick or treat and we would go around to different tables and they would have like the caramel apple tables. They would have like tables where you can get candy. They would have tables where you can like go bobbing for apples. It was like different stuff where you could like play little different games and stuff. And it was like really, really fun. And I just feel like these days you just have to be super careful, even with letting your kids go to stuff like that, because you never know who the people are who are at like the tent. Yeah. What were you as a little girl? Like, what is your costume that sticks out to you? Um, Princess Jasmine. Okay, that makes sense. You had that belly out, huh? I did. Usual. Who? I was trying to sing the song. What? What was that? <laughs> oh, we can cancel. Because <laughs> Jasmine ain't never said that in the Latin I seen, bitch. Meet me at the book and let me part the game. That's what no, bitch, you're getting canceled because I didn't even say that. That was, hey, honestly, I don't know. The reason I know, you know, Timbaland was upset. Yeah. There was everything that I know about an Indian song is Timbaland's <laughs> fault. Because why was you, he was so obsessed with Indian culture. <laughs> they say, Timbaland, we love you. Remember that song? <laughs> Timberland was a wild boy. If you really listen to Timberland, no, in 2023, in 2023, his ass will be canceled. No, Timberland, you is crazy. No, he you need to explain yourself. No, for real though. So, Princess Jasmine, okay, and oh, Snow White. Okay, I was Belle. That's the only costume I really, really remember. I was Belle, and. I remember that was the first time I was like, I'm really fucking pretty. Thanks. But, but it's crazy. But you know what's crazy? When I look back at those pictures, I was like, Was oh that when God. you had was that the year you had a camera? No, no, no. That was before then. You know what's crazy? I have a lot of footage. Like mom, I shout out to my mama. Because she took ama- so much footage of me when oh I was. Oh my little. God. And I was gonna say that I always say this. I think that's amazing when you grow up and then you have a childhood that was really well documented. Oh, my mom did. I feel a like great so job. many people do not have that. I feel like I have that too. Like, but I'll say this, I don't have so I don't so much have like a lot of video footage, mm. but I have like a lot of photos. I have a lot of photos. My dad was a too. my dad was I mean I have have a few yeah but like not that many videos but like more so polaroid mm-hmm. footage like i have so many polaroids of me and my dad and my mom growing up but i, I think- actually posted a picture a few weeks ago when I was in Houston of like me and my dad in the photo booth. But I think that's what's cool about the generation nowadays because honestly, I will say I will never delete. Like I still like can go to my MySpace. I still, because honestly one day I'm not going to post on Instagram no more, but my kid can go to my, and be like, damn, my great, great grandkids, hopefully they can pull it up. And they'd be like, man, look what my grandma was if doing. If we would have met during MySpace, would I have been in your top 10? Probably not. I but we always have talked about this. Blasphemy. I'm strong. This would, you. Oh, this would been you, crazy. This would have been you fighting to get in my Because I'm not even fighting that hard. Boy. I don't want. 
<laughs> you keep getting injured. I'm sorry. Fuck your whole ass nigga. That's how I catch. That's how I know niggas catch you slipping. But anyways. But anyways, so, no. The why reason, would not have been your I would say singing. this because, you know, obviously you have way more followers than me on Twitter and Instagram. We talk about 10th grade. But no. You would have been in 12th. Let me finish my story. I had to throw that out there. Let me finish my story. But I was the social media girl before we and you met. Like, I, when we first met, I had more followers than you. But I was always like a social media girl. So... In high school, I was that girl on MySpace for real. Like in my city, I'm not like Lex did have more followers no, than me on Instagram before. I'm we not met. kidding. In Orange, that's why people not surprised. Like I know y'all be like, "Oh, it's just Orange," but I was that bitch. Nobody is surprised that I'm doing what I'm doing now. I had the people on MySpace. Like I would get, I would go check my shit, and I had like 30 comments, 60 photo likes. All watch that. your one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So I say all that to say no, because I was popular. I had all the popping people in my top ten. Like I was popping. Mm, you was in a bigger city. Thanks. And so I would have been more popular. You was like no, all you of the people in you your wasn't city. though. You wasn't though. You was probably more no nah, no. Nah, you wasn't that girl because we knew people in Houston in Orange. Was, yeah, you wasn't that girl because we knew people that was like in two thousand seven. You wasn't. We didn't know you. Like, we knew, like... But nobody in Houston knew y'all. I know, but what I'm saying is, like, the girls that were in the cities... <laughs> but I'm not saying nothing wrong against that, because when you got popping, bitch, like, you came on the scene, like, blow, tada, oh, watch out now. <laughs> it's the little one, and I'm not bow wow. You feel me? I'm not saying that. <laughs> you just... What, I, what I'm saying is, you wasn't on the scene like that yet. You ain't pop out yet. <laughs> You didn't pop out yet. That's all. Yeah, but like you popped out. Like your pop out year, I would say was like 2015. That's when niggas was like, okay. Nah, I would say 14. Okay, one year, 14. Yeah. Okay, you popped out in 2014. I'm talking about 2007. So you wouldn't have. But what no. if, I'm talking about if I lived in Orange no. and I went to Orange Capital. You, you wouldn't know. <laughs> it wasn't Orange Capital. Bitch, it was Little Cypress or West oh my, I'm sorry. Little, Little Cypress. If I went to Little Cypress. No, you wouldn't have been that girl. You know why? In 2007. You wouldn't have been that girl. I had Jabal. It didn't matter. It doesn't matter. Exactly. We didn't care about that shit. <laughs> I was wearing Jabal. Exactly. And That's, Red Monkey. And you wouldn't have been that and girl. And babe. And guess what? The black girls that I graduated with, they had that shit on too. It didn't matter. And I had White a deep people school. care about different. No. That's crazy. You see, you wouldn't have been that girl. It's okay, though. I ain't running in with you. Haven't you people ever heard That was too. Closing the you had to do chop suey. Okay. Let's move on to the next topic. It, don't, it won't turn away. <laughs> you were. No, but for real. The worst part. Why would you? So, next thing I want to talk about. I want to talk about media and the youth. I watched this interesting documentary. Mm. Um, it was about The Jewel. I don't know if any of y'all remember The Jewel. It was the the e-cigarette. It was mm. an electronic cigarette. Um, what's the other name for it that they call it? Vape. The vape. Okay. So let me talk about this. Because one thing that stuck out to me in the documentary was... When you got to the end of the documentary, basically one of the moms said, she was like, um, you know what? Because 
People were fighting against us saying that this was only a problem in the rich white communities, that nobody else had this problem but us and we were fighting against something that was so silly. And I was like, but they're right. Let me tell you something. I always say I come from both sides of the world when it comes to a lot of shit. I never heard of Jules company and they were a billion dollar company. Never heard of this company. Never heard of a vape. Never heard of an e-cigarette until I went to Dallas and I hung out with my white friend. And she was like, oh, I got this XYZ when I was in college. At that point, I was hanging around black people. I had more of my friends and this. And this. Till this day, I have never seen a black... Now, I'm not saying black people don't do it. I'm not saying... I'm, that's not what I'm saying. Majority of black people was not vaping and smoking uh, e-cigarettes. So I wanted to talk about when... And this is coming from a biased point of view, but when our parents, and this is actually a good topic, so man, I'm talking about this in my mouth for a week, but when are y'all gonna take and step up to the goddamn plate and admit, bitch, hey, you know what? I need to be a parent and parent your fucking children because, and let me say one more thing and I'm gonna let you get your opinion because I wanna know. Damn, one, I ain't even. I, no, 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 I'm not saying because I'm talking a lot. I'm just saying, boy. Ow, God damn it. So what I'm saying is, because one of the women, the one of the boys, they had children on the show talking, and he said, I had, I had my pods. I had so many pods in my room. My mom came in my room, she found my pods. She said, what is this? He was like, oh, I'm changing out the light bulbs in my car. And she was like, oh, okay, and left. Let me tell you something. My mama used to go in my room and be like, what is this? Show me. What is this? Show me. What? Okay. What? What are you talking about? When are y'all gonna take that whole documentary? The jewel was a billion-dollar business that failed because white kids were taking advantage of it, and they were getting sick. A few died. They didn't really fail though, because didn't they get bought out by? Like, they did get bought Valley? out. They did get bought out. But I'm saying the company as a whole, it could have been way more because the fight of it was. The jewel was created for people who were actual smokers to have a healthier way to smoke. Because what it came down to is the burning of a cigarette is what causes, is what cancer. causes cancer. Not that nicotine doesn't cause cancer. It was the actual burning of the nicotine. Mm -hmm. So they had found a way for you to smoke it without it actually burning. So people who were actually cigarette smokers were like, hey, this jewel is beneficial. The first day I picked up this jewel, I never picked up a cigarette again. And they were healthy and talking on this podcast. I mean, the uh, documentary. You know what I'm saying? But the kids... They were putting rubber bands, tying five of them together, smoking them, passing out. Does hookah have nicotine in it? Yes. Yes. But it's burned. It's the so burning that's why of it. it can still cause it's the burning cancer. because you're lighting it up so hot and it causes this chemical that creates. Right. And it's burning. Right. So they figured out a way for the jewel. They had it was something called a nicotine salt. Mm -hmm. And it was like, it was electronic. So it wasn't burning, mm -hmm. basically. It's the science of it. I don't know. That's why the niggas, they was in Silicon Valley. They were smart. I don't know. Google it. Look it up. Mm -hmm. Watch the documentary. But well, no, I was just asking for the people right, that right, smoke right. that But watching. outside of the jewel and all this, because I see so much stuff happening with, like, Sexy Red, uh, even anybody, any of these female rappers, anything, like, they're talking about how they influence the youth so much. But when do y'all want to step in and be a parent? You know who I looked up to growing up? 
I grew up on Beyonce. I grew up on Whitney Houston, Tony Braxton. I love them. You know, I loved my mother. I wanted to be exactly like my mom. All day, yeah, but you also just made a point where you said the people that you looked up to, which at that time, um, hookah and e-cigarettes, vapes, all that shit wasn't available. It wasn't available. So these, so people, these people that you looked up to, no offense, but Whitney that. Houston was a cokehead. No yeah, offense. I'm not trying to be. But I'm not also not trying to be funny. You didn't know that. For yes, a yes, they did. The tabloids Bro, was a thing. No, I feel like nobody ever really found out that Whitney Houston was a crackhead until she. I mean. I'm sorry, Coke, because she told us on crack that is whack. Crack. crack is whack. That's for broke people. She ain't do crack. She didn't. But and this is no disrespect we, to Whitney and her. State. It's not no. But when she died, we didn't really find out that Whitney was like doing coke for real until she passed away. Okay. I feel like up until she died, it was speculation. But we did not you, really you know. know. It was the not speculation. Was no, but it does not matter. It was not something that was highlighted. I feel like now with our youth, it is highlighted. People smoking babes. It's highlighted. People smoking weed. It's highlighted. People. Um, doing perks and doing all of these different things. Like, it's stuff that's promoted. Back then, when Whitney was doing coke, which is very taboo to talk about right now, because even like you just said, you even don't really want to speak about it because you don't want to ruin her image or you don't want to talk about, like, what's the real shit that was going on. We definitely didn't want to talk about it. But, like, she was doing coke. Mm -hmm, it was a lot mm -hmm. of other people that were doing coke at the time, but it was something that was very like, hush, hush, we gonna keep it on a low, we not gonna talk about it. Now with the celebrities these days, it's promoted. And so it makes the youth feel like, okay, this is something that I could do because it's not no shame about it because everybody is but doing But that's it. not true. Everybody is talking. No, because back in the day, it was shame. Bitch, shame on you. Shame. shame. Bring back, back. Shame. shame, but no people were shame. But time out, Dre. Let me argue. Why, but let me, let me, let me. She never said. Even when up. she did, even when she did that interview, she never said she did it. All she said was, "Crack, crack is, is way." But let me say this: y'all have to realize, though, cigarette companies. This is a thing with tobacco companies that used to target young audiences. It was cool. Let me go way back. James Dean. He was the coolest, but it was cool to see James Dean with a cigarette. It was cool to see people smoking cigarettes. You got to realize, Dre. But they also wasn't promoting back then the they damage. Were, they, they were not promoting no, back then the, the damage. damage. That's when Dare came along. But what I'm saying Which was, was later in our it generation. It was cool to promote being a bad... It's always been cool to promote being a bad girl, being a bad boy, smoking the cigarettes, yeah, but the drink. But the damage of what it does to you and what it does to your body and stuff was not always promoted. I feel like with our generation that's where I have to kind of be like mm, I don't know because at this point we know better. So exactly. We, so so we, them kids knew bro, better. Your parents knew. Oh, what sorry, I'm saying. Sorry, sorry So <laughs> we know better so we can do better. Like our generation knows. Like you said when we had, when we were growing up we had dare. We had all of these things. We know what so crack we know what crack, we know what coke, we do, we know what cigarettes, not, we know what nicotine, we know what all of these things do to us. So if we're choosing to do it at this point, that's just what we choosing to do. We don't give a fuck. But back then, they were not promoting the damage that it does to your body. That's why people was doing it because it's like, yeah, you're, you smoke cigarettes, you're a cool kid. Right, so you're low-key proving my point. What's your point? My point was... We these parents are literally in our age group. They're in their 30s and their 40s. We know, educate, 
your child on things that are going. So at what point are you going to step in and be a parent and let your child I feel know? Like that's, I also feel like that's some bullshit, though. Because so as a person, child... as a 32-year-old who was once a 16-year-old, a 15-year-old, a teenager is going to find a way to do whatever the fuck they want to do. I don't think that Facts. has anything to do with bad parenting. Facts. Because you can't be in your child's space all the time, especially once they get to a certain age where they have a job, mm -hmm. they have a car, mm -hmm. they're not around you all the time. If your kid want to go fuck, if your kid want to go smoke, if they want to go do whatever the fuck it is they want to do, they're going to find a way to do it, and you're not going to know shit about it. You're not going to know nothing. I agree that with is, you. But that's not a lack of parenting. Even... What you talking about having pies in a room? I'm telling you, there is... All I'm saying is there is no way. And I was a person who smoked weed in high school. But you I smoked... know you were smoking weed? No, but guess exactly. what? But guess what? I wasn't smoking so much weed to where I couldn't function. These kids were smoking so many jewels to where he had a drawer full. That's mm. what I'm saying. It's a difference between... It's a difference between I'm sneaking... To do a little something. Maybe he was functional, though, because you have functional weed that, and, and guess what? That's cool, but there's no way I could have been smoking the way that these kids were smoking. They talking about they doing like this in class. Smoking their jewels like that. Ain't no way. Well, then you know why? the teacher. Exactly. And this all... Y'all not paying attention because y'all want to put electronics in front of these people's faces and because y'all don't want to be bothered with them. Let me tell you something. I don't care what nobody say. Watching this documentary, there's no way I could have been doing like this in class and my teacher wouldn't have noticed. So that's on the teachers. This is yeah. on the parents. These kids were literally walking behind their parents smoking. I would never be walking behind my mom in any scenario. That's what I'm saying. You're going to do what you're going to You're gonna do it, but it's in, everything is in moderation. It's just like eating, drinking. I'm going to drink, but I'm not going to be an alcoholic. So there's a difference. That's all I'm saying. Yes, you're going you're gonna to do what you want to do, but you're also going to do it in moderation get, because you're not going to get away. I'm not going to get away with murder. Well, the only point that I was making is because I feel like you, you tried to say or you tried to blame it on parenting. It is. No, I disagree. I feel like it's sometimes it's no way to know what your child is doing behind your back. I know, but what I'm saying is in moderation. Poor. I disagree. Moderation. Yeah, it what is, is moderation? moderation. Because guess what? You there was no way you're gonna be smoking and drinking all fucking day with Barbara around. She wasn't letting that happen. Cause she got her eye on you, bitch. She got her eye on you. There was no way I could have been smoking as much as I wanted to smoke all day. I couldn't. I couldn't because I had to smoke enough time to get home, shower, wash my clothes, make sure nothing, you know what I'm saying? But it was you're a talking pattern. Can I be fair, though? You're talking about jewels, which is, like, essentially a cigarette. Minus yes. the burn. Yes. This is not something that makes you high. It's not, but it's something that... So it's not going to alter... It's not going to alter... Yes, oh, 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 it has an addictive... It's that's, nicotine. That's fine. That's mm -hmm. fine. If you got to no, watch the no, documentary. No, 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 no. You do? That's fine. Lex, what I'm saying is that's fine. Addic is addictive... <laughs> addictive in the fact that it makes you want to keep smoking it. But not that you're acting different yes. in front of your mom, in front of your friends, in front of whoever, because you're not high. Let me it's correct you, though. Let me correct you real quick. It's not quick. altering your yes, state of is. mind. Let Who, a, lady, a lady said... It do? She, yes, a lady said she walked in her son's room and it was tore apart. And she said, what is going on? 
She didn't understand what was going on. And he would just start saying, fuck her, fuck. It was because he couldn't find his jewel. It was a popular song with this girl streaming on a, screaming on a track. Where's my jewel? It's a popular song with the white crowd because people used to get so angry because they would lose their jewels. It was changing their behavior. Mm. They was talking about girls fighting because they passed their jewel. They get it back. It's empty. They used to be squat. Squabbing behind the jewel. But that's what I'm saying. Anything that has an addictive quality, whether it's nicotine, alcohol, crack, weed, your behavior changes. Mm. And these kids' behavior was changing. Mm. That's what I'm saying. So I do agree with you. Kids are going to do what they want to do. But when you have a present parent, they're going to notice. They're going to notice. There's no way. I used to listen to Genuine, Jodeci, Usher, 50 Cent, Nelly. I used to listen to all that shit, but that didn't affect who I am. I was still, a, I'm still a stand-up person. I'm still a good person. Like, that didn't affect who I was. I still have it instilled in me. Girl, you know you grew up listening to all the same shit, too. Who? You! You was listening to everything with your daddy and your mama. Like, you used to listen to, you know, people talking about making love, doing this, smoking love. We used to listen I to Snoop Dogg. We I used to listen to a lot of stuff. That's yeah. what I'm saying. So, but that didn't affect who you were as I a guess, person. I guess when I think about though, like, thank you. Um, substance abuse. Mm. I guess I don't really think about a jewel. It was abuse. But I get. I. I mean, now that you've elaborated more, I get what you're saying. Now that you've elaborated. More. I get what you're saying, but I guess like I just was looking at it more like drugs. Yeah. Drugs, alcohol. Like even with a jewel, like I get that it has like nicotine mm -hmm. in it. Mm -hmm. But I guess I never really heard any stories. And maybe I do need to go watch the documentary. Yeah. But I guess I never really heard any stories of like people acting like crazy, yeah. acting belligerent because they couldn't get their jewel. Right. Well, it's not more so about the jewel. It's just about parenting, period. Because I feel like I have never seen a generation so much. Like they sued this company. Cool. I get it. But at the end of the day, this is how I feel about anything. People were blaming Rihanna. People were blaming Beyonce. Cause my girl want to dress like this. She want to dye her hair red and she's only six. Tell her fucking no. The fuck? Rihanna is not her mom. You are. And that's where I'm at with it. I'm talking about with anything. Like, stop expecting these advertisements, these celebrities, and these things to parent your motherfucking children, bitch. So you see me with this wig on acting like you going your, your kid, you so want to see him a fucking wand? So you feel like people allow social media to parent their kids yes. these days. Because you know why? Because people shove an iPad in front of their kid's face because we grew up in a generation of, we was able to be outside and have fun safely. Yeah. We just talked about how we were able to go trick-or-treat. Yeah. These kids can't do that. They got to be in the house with their parents. So guess what? These are parents that our age. We want to be on social media too. We want to scroll TikTok too. We want to come home and unwind too. Guess what? Our parents didn't get to unwind. They had to entertain us. We don't want to do that. So guess what we do? We get through the door. All right, little man, man. Here you go. Here you go. The iPad. That's what they want to do. When I watched that My documentary, man, man. little man, man. When I watched that documentary, I said, y'all, maybe y'all going to be mad at me. Y'all, 
move my bangs so y'all can hear me. Y'all was not paying attention. As coming from somebody who was drinking and smoking since I was 14, and I, hey, I, I shouldn't have been doing it, but I didn't do it to where I, I wasn't drinking and driving. My mom scared me out of everything. Mm -hmm. When I knew I was drinking, I would always make sure I was in a vicinity or I was with somebody. I used to hang with my homegirl. One of my oh. homegirls never used to drink. I'd be like, oh, I'm going with Whitney tonight. Whitney don't drink because I know she's going to drive us. Because I knew. Yeah. I didn't even, I, it wasn't about me thinking about dying or anything. Malfunction. It was me thinking about, I was scared about getting a DUI or getting pulled over. I was so scared because my mom was always watching me. She was always watching me. I would never smoke, but if my mom was walking in front of me to smoke something and be like, yeah, it was in y'all community. That's all I got Who to community? say. Them people, them white, rich white people, because she said, oh, they said it, it was the rich white kid community. It was only y'all. I agree. That's, all I, I, that's you, all I had to say. Y'all, literally, when Lex told me about this documentary, I said, I've never in my life, I've, I had never heard of a jewel before. Yeah. Am I alone? But when you go to the you gas had, station, you see you it. It was everywhere. Y'all, I had never heard of it ever in like. Oh, it was bad. Kids were in the hospital. They were losing the, the ability to breathe. Because you know what they were doing? They were tying five of them together, smoking them at once. They were having contests on uh, Instagram. Are y'all stupid? I couldn't even, now, I was popular on, and I'll say this, it was a little different time, but I was popular on MySpace. My mom had access to my MySpace as well. Y'all don't got, y'all don't know what y'all kids do. All you had to do was log in on they shit. My mom, when I used to get home from school till I was 18 and graduated, she would go through my phone because she needed to know what the fuck is going on. Parent. Parent. My sister yeah. does the same thing. My nephew my nephew was on my phone bill. I looked through my phone bill. What are you purchasing? Who are you texting? Who is this number? Jazz. Who? It's easy. Parent. I'm not saying it's easy. Let me not say that. I'm sorry. It's not easy. Just be a fucking parent. I just think, too, when I have kids, I don't want to be cool with my kids. Hello. Come on now. Like, I want to be your mom. Hello. And we can do fun stuff. But you still my mama. But I'm your mama. You don't respect me. Let's move on, bitch. I mean, poor. Poor! Oh my God, my tie. So now it's time to get into. I think I got it. Maybe not. You ready? No, Ty about to come the help bed. Me with my tie. The bed. Come on, fix her tie. The bed. Bow. Hermione, I mean. Bow. Bow, bow, bow. We finna get to the bed. My name is Malfoy and I want some head. You heard what I said. I ain't really dead. It's Halloween. Boo! You heard what I said. Ow! Is it mm -hmm. Thank you. Okay. I had to entertain the crowd. I don't fuck with you. You, yo, I ain't gonna lie. Y'all, uh, right arm is not strong at all. No, I'm, because you're stronger than me, you're a poor, uh. That's what Harry does. I know. All Harry does is scream. You're a hater. You 
That's why you see who has the lights. Just give me the light. <gasps> I knew you was a Jamaican. Uh, Jamaican. You are not. You. You know what's funny though? Harry, it's a lot of Jamaicans. It's a lot of Jamaicans that she live Harry in Patois. England. <laughs> <laughs> No, something wrong for real she said, time. Just give me the light. <laughs> just give me the light. Exactly, because you're not okay. So for the bed topic today, we're gonna talk about is an orgasm mental or is it physical? Don't you end up dying? <sighs> <laughs> I knew you were in this stupid mud blood. No, I'm serious. I can't remember what happened on like don't you no, watch it. Don't you end up dying? So watch it. You so end, rock it. You end up dying, right? I'm black. So rock it. On like the last episode. Shut up, poor I live in you forever. <laughs> Pop your tit. He whose name shall not be said. Okay, so we're gonna talk about is the orgasm mental or is it physical? No, for real though. Dude, Malfoy dies, right? He don't? Damn. Ha! He what? Slytherin! Slytherin! If we really be honest, the family was pussy throughout the whole series. Pussy ass niggas. So, y'all. Like I'm not sitting right here. <laughs> oh, pussy ass nigga. Bro, come on. Okay, all I wanted to say is I feel like uh, orgasm is straight for me. It's all mental. I've realized that about myself as getting older. Like, of course you have to know what you're doing, but I feel like at this age, I don't have sex with a person who doesn't know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But I feel like mentally, if... There's not a deeper connection, and it's not giving that. I like some bippity boppity boo dick. I want a spooky dick. I want the dick that makes me feel. I don't want no dick that's I do. spooky. I do. I want a little spooky. I like spooky. Like, you, when, I, when it inserts into me, I feel like a... But it's a mental thing. It's a mental thing. Like, it's been times where, like, the dick feels good, but I'm not in it mentally because you did something to me earlier that pissed me off. So I'm not going to have an orgasm. I realize I have to be mentally free with you to orgasm. I do. Like if a man did something to me and it's like, I'm not mad at it no more, but I'm just like, I'm still thinking about it. Like, I, like we'll have sex and it just be on my mind. I just be like, mm-hmm. like, I cannot believe you did this to me or I can't believe like I'm still, it takes me a while to get over shit. So for me, orgasm is straight mental. It's all mental at this age. Like it is. I'm not going to lie. It's a mental thing to me, too, but I feel like I've always felt that way. I feel like that's why when I was in my 20s, I couldn't really orgasm like mm. that. Poor. So in-depth with your... I didn't know a mudblood had feelings. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite preposterous. <laughs> Lady. Bro, you need to go to hell. To hell with the Dementors. <laughs> but talk about your feelings. 
for real though. I always felt like an orgasm is a mental thing. So in order to have an orgasm, you need to be like mentally in tune with the person that you're having sex with. It's a mental thing for sure, always. Um, I think that if I think that people that say that they're able to have orgasms and it's not mental, you're not really having an orgasm. You've mm. convinced yourself that that's what you're having. For women or for men or for both? Both. I feel like men gonna nut regardless. Exactly. That's but, their um, fucking problem. But, um, but but I think that I think that people don't like to talk about this, but I feel like men can nut, but you didn't orgasm. Like an orgasm is an orgasm for both sexes. Uh-uh-uh. You're nut. right. I, I know. You nut and you nut. Like, a nut is a nut. You're just anointed. A nut is a nut. And that's for men and women. Men go, But the thing about men, it's way easier for men to nut. With women, it's not that easy for us. Like, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of effort yeah, most of the time. I agree. I agree. I mean, some women can just nut effortlessly. There's, they're God's favorite. Facts. Most of most of us oh though, most of us are not wired that way though. Facts. So you have to have a little more stimulation um, physically. You have to have a little more stimulation mentally, emotionally, all of those things in order for a woman to orgasm. I think it's the same for men, but I think that a lot of the time because men can nut more easily they confuse nutting they confuse nutting which mm -hmm. is something that's easy for men to do with the orgasm and it's not the same thing and then they've learned also too to separate the two as well I think, yeah because they do it so often yeah we don't do it that often yeah. so we tie it into emotional feelings mm -hmm. a lot of the time and we have to be checked in but I, but no but the problem is i i think that orgasm is emotional Mm -hmm. For both people, Ooh, okay. I think it's I think it's I think it's emotional for men too. Like when men actually have an orgasmic experience, I think it is emotional. Mm. I think that they nut regardless. Nut uh, is just nut to me is just, just like this. the acts of ejaculation, like this. Which men gonna ejaculate? Bitch, they gonna ejaculate if they hump concrete. They gonna ejaculate no matter what. That's what it do. That don't right, mean enough that is enough, bitch. Oh. They gonna ejaculate regardless, but the emotional mm -hmm. connection, the emotional response mm -hmm. to like stimulation is an orgasm. And I think that men don't experience that all the time. I think they only experience, just like with women, mm -hmm. you only experience that with somebody that you're emotionally connected to. Hmm. Oh, that that no, that's real. I agree with that hundred percent. I never thought of it that way. Of like, it's men. a difference. Yeah. I mean, just like with women. I mean, like you as a woman, you can nut, right? Yeah. Like you can. Somebody can eat your pussy. They can make you eat your pussy. They can have sex with you. They can make you come, right? But like an emotional orgasm. Like with somebody that you're really emotionally connected to, it's, it's a different. different type of release, right? Have you ever used like your wand to nut paw? This one? Mm -hmm. It's too skinny. Mm -hmm. So let us know how y'all feel. It's not gonna do nothing for me. <laughs> About moving on. Okay, so now it's time to get into the bop. The bop. Oh. 
Bow, 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 bow. In case you weren't ready. I just want you to leave. Please. Jesus Christ. You know what? I need a good beans and toast to get me through. Javi, Javi gonna definitely have to edit this episode. Because y'all ass been annoying as fuck. Okay. So the bop of my bop of the week, you know it's crazy. This song, this 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 sound has been going viral on TikTok. Like they have been having like an 80s aesthetic. It's crazy because uh Seven Streeter has sampled this song a long time ago. So let me bring this back. Seven Streeter, if y'all don't remember, she had she was in that group TG4. They were a part of that whole little B2K movement that was going on when Janae Aiko was first making music. They were all together. Seven Streeter has been making music a really long time. If y'all don't know who Seven Streeter is, she had that popular song with Chris uh, Brown, It Don't Stop, a long time ago. So she came out with an EP like two or three years ago, and she had a song on it called Taboo. And I really want the kids to listen to this song because it's so good. This song is going, the sound is going viral on TikTok because it was a sample of a song from the 80s. I can't think of the name of it right now. But... That's what I be putting y'all onto some jams and some bops, and they're so good. So listen to Taboo by Seven Streeter. It samples a really good Eddie song. His name is Alexander something. Y'all know y'all gonna know it in the comments. But um, yeah, Taboo by Seven Streeter. She's a really dope R&B artist that I've been p- trying to put y'all on. But yeah, that's my bop of the week. Fire. And it's a good song. So mine is Mama. By who? Rob49. That's never been our bop, which is like crazy because that's a really good song. And he it's a hit. It's a good song right now. Okay. So it's Rob49. Uh, Shout out to Rob49. Right. Tay B. Who is Tay B? He on a song too. Okay. He's a rapper, I guess. Okay. Right. You know what I noticed? Tay B and Skilla Baby. I know who Skilla Baby is. That's that. Is that that Jamaican man? They go, wop, wop, wop. That's not, oh. Oof, Auntie O. Sorry, Skilla Baby. Skilla Bing. That's what I'm thinking of. That's that boy name. Mm. 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 Let's move on. What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Lex P. And it's your girl, Drea Nicole. And y'all know Dallas. We on tour, and we could not go on tour without coming back to y'all. Period. We from Texas. So y'all know if we coming to Houston, we got to come to Dallas. We going to be at Echo Lounge, November the 3rd. Doors open up at 7 o'clock. Show starts today. I ain't from Dallas, but I deep town boogie. Period. I can't wait. Dallas, I'm not going to lie. Last year, y'all were one of our best shows, and y'all know we had to turn it up even more this year. So November 3rd, Dallas, Texas. Get your tickets right now. I'm telling y'all, if y'all had fun last year, it's going to be a show, a party, a movie this year. So go to Poor Minds. Dot com and get your tickets right now. And we coming to y'all before Houston. Mm. So y'all better show up and show out for us, period. So we are going to get into our favorite segment of the week, the Pour Your Hearts Out segment. If you want your question answered on the show, make sure you email us at ask. Poorminds at gmail.com. If you're a Patreon member, make sure y'all sign up for our Patreon. You can put it in the subject headline that you're a Patreon member and you get to skip the line. You want to go ahead and go first, Pua? Question number one. 
Hey y'all, I'm 27 years old. I'm an only child and always knew I wanted kids. A lot of them, LOL. I'm doing well for myself, great job and car, traveling when I'm not working, etc. I still do live with my mom, but our relationship is good. Me being here gives her help with the bills and gives me more time to save. Anyways, my mom has been waiting for me to have kids for a while. No, I'm not in any relationship, but yes, I do talk to a guy that definitely has potential. I'm normally in control of my future, waiting for the right guy, taking plan B's whenever needed. But this time around, I feel like I should just go with the flow. We are both saying we don't want a relationship right now, but then again, we both want kids and giving the vibe whatever happens, happens. The child he definitely wants, even if it doesn't come with a relationship. Some people are telling me I, sh- I still have time. Others are telling me I should have started yesterday. Please tell me how you guys feel. I want to know what others think outside of my family. Am I rushing for no reason? Am I living in a fake fairy tale waiting for the right guy? It's crazy because we just talked about that. Um, this is probably for the last episode. Yeah, I just feel like either way it goes, you can't rush or force somebody into something. But I think that if did she say something about taking plan B's? How are y'all wanting to have kids, but you popping plan B's all the time? I think you're just kind of following along with what he wants to do. That's what it sounds like to me. And I feel like you need to have some input in this. It sounds like she's just kind of to me personally. Cause why, if you say y'all want kids and y'all want to start a family, why are you popping plan B's? And it sounds like you're popping plan B's when he wants you to. Because other than that, if y'all are trying to have kids, y'all trying to have kids and y'all not. So I think you need to really sit down and ask yourself, what do you want? I think a lot of times as women, we convince ourselves that we want all these things, but is it what you want or is it what your partner wants? So you need to really sit down and figure out what's going on, what your wants or your needs being met. The way I feel about children is never no right age to have one Mm -hmm. it's just about when you're ready if you're in the right situation because if you got pregnant tomorrow and you're ready to have the baby then have the baby Mm -hmm. but if you're not ready to have it then get an abortion i'm pro both ways like i feel like you as a woman need to feel comfortable in your decision-making process. It shouldn't be influenced by nobody around you. It shouldn't be influenced by your parents. It shouldn't be influenced by your friends. It shouldn't be influenced by the nigga. If you're ready, then have the baby. If you're not ready and you're unsure about it, then take whatever measures you feel like you need to take to um, do that as well, which necessarily doesn't have to be abortion. It could also be adoption. Like, it's a lot of other options that you have as a woman but I feel like if you're not ready to be a mother and you know you're not ready then don't pressure yourself into that type of situation just because you're trying to please somebody else because at the end of the day it's your body you the one that's gonna have to go through all of the motions of having the child birthing the child carrying the child for nine months you gotta go through that Mm -hmm. so just make sure that you are you know comfortable in whatever decision you're making and don't let nobody else influence that all right question number two move my bang (laughs) 
Hi, Lex Andrea. I have this guy that I've been best friends with since 2019. I'm the type of friend that if you need anything, I will pretty much always make myself available to be there. However, I feel like it's not reciprocated. For example, we used to talk on the phone every day, but when he's around other people, I never hear from him. Since last month, I haven't received any phone calls. I text him asking questions and he doesn't reply back. This is a normal occurrence with him. Anytime he has a girl or friends to occupy his time, I'm supposed to wait around until he needs me. But if I have other friends outside of him, he tries to sabotage it. I'm never invited out unless it's at his convenience. I've been wanting to call it quits on our friendship for a while, but I've been struggling to find the words to tell him about himself beforehand. Any advice? P.S. This friendship has been completely non-sexual the whole time we've been friends. Girl, tell him by himself. Because the thing about friendship is it's just so easy to be a good friend. Like, I think if somebody's not being a good friend, then that just... It's not, though. If you're a bad person... What you mean? It's not easy to be a good if friend. You're not a, if you're not a good person, then it's not easy to be a good right, friend. Right, so that doesn't need to be a person that's in your life. So he may not be a bad person. He may be a great friend to other people. Maybe he just doesn't, and it's okay. You got to realize... When it comes to being a person for somebody, whether it's romantic, platonic, whatever it is, sometimes you and people just don't mash up and that's okay. That doesn't make you less of a good person. That doesn't make you less of a good friend. Maybe this is just somebody who is not meant to be a friend in your life. So instead of stressing yourself out about it, surround yourself with friends who love you. Surround yourself with friends whenever you call, they gonna pick up. Surround yourself with friends whenever you need them, they gonna be there. So whenever he don't answer the phone, you don't give a fuck to where it's to the point to where you don't even notice he's not there anymore. I think a lot of times we surround ourselves with people who don't value us enough and it makes us feel less than and it doesn't make us feel good enough. And that has a lot to do with our mental space. When you really just need to change the people you're around. Hello. Come on, poor. Thanks. Which sometimes you just really need to change the people you be around. I think people be wanting to stick with friends and people because they be like, oh, I've been knowing them since I was 15. Mm -hmm. Oh, they be my friend for X amount of time or, you know, oh, they my cousin. Sometimes that shit really don't matter. Like, people be weird. People be haters, especially as you start moving up in life and you start doing more. You really start to see people true colors. And it's okay to cut people off. Like, if you feel like you need to cut them off, cut them off. Mm -hmm. What are you doing? I didn't do anything, Paul. I was just agreeing with you. If you need to cut people off. I feel like you were scratching yourself. Bitch. Oh, I had to get in there. Shit. Anyways, yeah, I just feel like it's okay to cut people off if you feel like, you know, it's necessary. Okay. As usual, y'all make sure y'all go to poorminds.com. We are on tour right now. We are having a ball. Make sure y'all get y'all tickets. Um... Go to Muse Beauty. This, I can't. Oh, I couldn't. I've been fighting. Go to Muse Beauty Collection, it bitch. Is. Oh, Muse Muse Beauty Muse Beauty Collection mm. Make sure you get your lip glosses. Make sure you get your lip liners. Make sure you follow us on Patreon. Um, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel.
Make sure you come to the tour. We're on tour right now. Make sure you get your live show tickets. The link will be in the description box. And yeah, y'all, just fuck with your girls. We outside. And she's out of character. She's out of character, but it's okay. Thank y'all for watching. We love y'all. We gonna see y'all next week. Bye, y'all. Slapped. <laughs> I'm slithering. <laughs> this is why y'all need to watch Harry Potter. First of all, Malfoy never says slag. What's up, y'all? It's your girl XP. And it's your girl Drea Nicole. And by special request, Detroit, we coming your way November 10th. Oh, I'm excited. I have never been to Detroit. I've ever. never been to Detroit either. So y'all know I'm finna step out in my fur now. And I'm trying to get me a county. I'm trying to go to the county y'all. You know what I'm saying? So listen, November 10th, doors open at 6. Show starts at 7. We'll be at the Garden Theater. And I'm telling y'all, Detroit, y'all been asking. So y'all better show up. The tickets are available at poorminds.com. What up, though? Period. We'll see y'all soon, November 10th. <laughs> Bye, y'all. I want to be with you, got to be with you, got to be with you. Oh, 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 I want to be with you, got to be with you, got to be with you. Oh, 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 oh. Why is my wanting not working? Oh, 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 oh. Chemistry was crazy from the get-go. Neither one of us knew why. We didn't deal nothing overnight, cause a love like this takes some time. People started off as a face, said we can't see that. But from the bottom, they see that we did that. Yes. It's so true that. Yes. We've been through it. Yes. We got real shit. Yes. See, baby, we've been too strong for too long. And I can't be without you, baby. And I'll be waiting up until you get home. Cause I can't sleep without you, baby. And anybody who's ever loved you knows just how I feel. Too hard to fake it. Nothing can replace it. Call the radio if you just can't be without your baby. I got a question for you. Do y'all ready know the answer? I still don't want to ask you. Will you lie? No. Make me cry? No. Do a behind your back in and try? See, well, never lie. I, 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 baby, my love is only your love. Yes. I've been faithful. Yes. I'm for real. Yes. And without your little ways, no, the deal. We've been, been too, too strong for too long. And I can't be without you, baby. And I'll be waiting up until you get home. And I can't sleep without you, baby. And anybody who's ever loved you know just how I feel. Too hard to fake it. Nothing can replace it. Call the radio if you just can't be without your baby. Hey. See, this is real talk. I'ma always stay good or bad.